Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. Hey guys, this is Dale Calvert. I think this is the last session that we're doing seven questions in seven days i think this is number seven it might be number eight it might be number six but it's the last one that we have and i appreciate you guys listening in today we got a real real important question uh from joe i'm not going to waste any more time in the intro uh you know do you brand yourself how you brand brand yourself and he's got another little question here as well that's important and something we need to discuss And I'm so, again, so thankful for these questions because these are things I probably never would have addressed in a podcast, but I believe can be very helpful for people. So let's listen to Joe's question, and then I'll be back in this this session. Hi, Dale. My name is Joe, and I was wondering with all the, quote, attraction marketing techniques out there, which I know you're not a fan of, but on Facebook or online on social media, are you... Uh, suggesting that people, quote, brand themselves versus their company and their company's products. How do you feel like about branding yourself? And also, how do you feel about companies promoting products and sales all the time and uh, promotional type things? Um, I believe it can kind of be short-term in nature versus really developing people and long-term customers just, um, you know, that's not dependent upon buying at one time for a price. Could you give me some insight on those? Thank you very much. Hey, Joe, I so appreciate both of these questions. Just very thoughtful. (laughs) So thoughtful. So let's take the easiest one first, and that's companies that are doing discounts and promotions and specials, uh, on an ongoing basis, and you see that more and more in this profession. And again, I think it, it a lot of it comes from the fact that companies don't understand who their real customers are and who their real product, product consumers are and who their real potential team members are. That, that companies, a lot of companies in today's culture, today's network marketing environment, think that their customers are their distributors. Their distributors are not their customers. They're their team members. Their ultimately is what's going to determine the growth of your company. The goal is not to treat them as customers, especially if you're treating your customers lousy you know it's like i I was talking to someone last week and they said yeah you know the company they're they're doing this now two for one buy two and get get one free 
And he said, you know what that tells me, Dale? I said, no. He said, it tells me they're getting ready to discontinue the product. They're just dumping it to distributors, and they're getting ready to discontinue it. And you see this process a lot in this profession. I don't understand it. I don't get it. Uh, I, I, I sat back, and I've had this conversation with multiple company owners. And I said, look, if you would just add a retail component, to your pricing structure, and then teach people how to create real customers, real customers who love your product and and help them start to focus on if they buy once, they're a suspect. If they buy twice, they're a prospect. If they buy three times, they're a real customer. And, 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 And give customer acquisition back to the distributor and reward them for it instead of depending upon somebody that's bought your product once to go online, find your 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 website, get remember their username and password to get in their back office, and then go through the, the product that is not set up very well at all to just try to just to try to find the one product that they purchased and liked out of that, you know. 278 that you have listed there and and go through all that clunkiness and just give it give the power back to the the distributors and pay them good retail commission for creating real customers it would save so much problem and headache because here's what's really happening they go online to reorder the product and they can't remember their username and password. You know what they do next? Hey, let me go see if it's on Amazon. And you've lost that customer for forever, for life. And if you just gave the power to the distributors and trained them well, see, that that's the rub. Well, Dale, we don't train them well, then... It would take care of all that. So, Joe, I'm with you on this. I've I've had these conversations with multiple corporate officers, and I know it's it's aggravating to people in the field. Uh, I think about a company that that I consulted with years ago, and they had a service that they sold that was around thirty nine dollars a month for membership to this service. And great company, great people. And every year, because holiday sales slow down so much in December, and the service was not something that they really were thinking about during December, every December they would do a $1 membership drive. So in December, for three years in a row, they... It wouldn't be $39 a month. It would be a dollar for your first month membership drive. Now, if a dollar your first month, $39 your second month is part of your ongoing process, I get that, understand it, respect it, and would encourage it with some companies. But when you're $39 a month, $39 a month, and you work for years, and then one month somebody makes a decision, well, you know, the holidays, everything stops anyway, so let's just do a dollar. And it worked out, and, and the company gained a lot of short-term revenue for the reasons you were talking about, Joe. You know, 
it, it cheapens the whole product in the minds of everybody in the field and every customer. And a lot of people buy it because it was hard to say no to a dollar, but they didn't really see the value. And when the next month it, it jumps to 39 and the next month it jumps to 39 and the value of that product being a bargain at $39 was never established in that, that person's mind. The retention of those $39 of those initial dollar sales, the retention reduced drastically at like tripled the normal run rate for their product. It was ridiculous. It upset the field. It, it confused customers. And I just don't recommend it. I think it's it's trying to take shortcuts instead of, you know, building valuable products or services and giving the power to the your team members should be your team members, your distributors, to create real customers. So, no, I don't like it from a corporate standpoint. I love it from a distributor standpoint. I'll give you a quick example of that, and then we'll move on to the more important question. But back in the day when we were building uh, our Shackley business, we had a postcard made. And every time a customer accumulate, accumu, accumulated, accumulated $150 in sales, uh, then we would give them a, a $5 gift certificate. Now, you got to think back. This was in the early 80s, okay, when $5 meant more than it does today. The same concept, you know, 20 years later, Subway was using where you bring in your punch card, and every time you buy a sub after your sixth, sixth sub, your seventh is free. Creates customer attention, customer loyalty. So those type of creative ideas I love. And, uh, you know, we gave everybody the postcard. They would come in. And that was back in the day when they were picking up products in our mini warehouse in our home, and we would write in the numbers. And once they got to 150 boom, here's your $5 off. And it worked like a charm. It was phenomenal. And it helped us develop great relationships with loyal customers. So I love anything that people in the field can do to do that. And I appreciate it when companies uh, don't mess that up and, and give the power to the distributor. So uh, I'm with you on the frustration. I talk about it with a lot of company owners uh, have over the last four, five, six years. And I appreciate it. And I think if, if people that really think through this and have a long-term perspective continue to be vocal, that over time it, it will change because it's going in the wrong direction, that's for sure. Speaking of going in, wrong, in the wrong direction, branding yourself. In my opinion, there's no false philosophy that has been spread throughout the network marketing business model more than or done more harm to the network marketing business model than the concept of branding yourself.
it is a foregone conclusion. It is considered best business practices by 95% of the people in the industry. And I believe that it's been one of the worst things that's happened in the history of network marketing. That's how, that's how ridiculous I believe it is. And if I'm going to be as vocal about that as I have been uh, in the last two minutes, then I deserve to, or you deserve for me to provide some documentation. Here's the reality. Do I believe in branding? Absolutely, positively, I believe in it. Do I believe in branding and network marketing? I do. How do you build the strongest branding and network marketing? Here's where I here's here's the difference. Here's the difference. I believe in branding and network marketing. I do not believe in trying to create brand, personal brand in network marketing. Here's the only thing that should mean anything to any logically thinking, business-minded person. This is it as it relates to brand. Now, I'm not saying it's the way it is. I'm I'm saying it's the way it is for business-minded, logically thinking people. Most people are not, they're emotionally driven. They're not logically thinking. And they're not business-minded. They're job employee-minded. So uh, it's not the masses. But the way to build a brand is to do it and then talk about it. Do it and then talk about it. Before anybody anywhere outside of my personal organization had ever heard the name Dale Calvert, I'd already earned building teams millions of dollars in income. I'd already been in the industry 20 years before anybody heard the name Dale Calvert, and my first 10 years were nothing to write home about. The first program we ever introduced to the profession was our Confessions of a Network Marketing Millionaire program, which has been reported to have been the best-selling program in the history of network marketing. May it may have been, may not have been. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. I know the testimonies that I've received over the years from people that a lot of, a lot of well-known leaders that said that helped them really solidify what they were really trying to do with their teams and get everybody on the same page and get their systems in place and try to remove their strong personalities from their organizations and stop being Elvis and and start being a leader that developed other leaders. Now, I've said all that. I've said all that to say this. 
I believe in branding in business because in a business where your primary focus is to sell products and services. I believe in that. I believe in it. I would be a fool to argue with it. But in network marketing, your primary focus is not to sell products and services. Obviously, building a strong customer base and customer acquisition is a very, very important part of building a network marketing business. But your primary focus, your long-term income, is in direct proportion to the number of leaders that are developed on your team. So when when people are taught and say, Dale, how, how did branding become so, so mainstream? Because there's because if you sit back and you look at most of the gurus in the network marketing business model today, that's what they did to get where they are. They got there from branding not from building teams. Did you hear what I just said? They got there from their branding, not from building teams. And most people are not smart enough, aware enough, to look behind the curtain and ask themselves, okay, everybody loves this person. Who are they? Why should I be listening to them? What's their, and you you know probably, Dave, what I'm getting ready to say. You know, what's their, or Joe, sorry, called you Dave. You know, Joe, what I'm getting ready to say. What's their track record? What's their track record? So there's a few morons that are so... I got I got to watch myself. Just because a few people who had failed miserably in network marketing started to go online and teach people how to do network marketing and create a following and then find a company and bring all those followers to that company and because they built their brand teaching people how to do that which they've never done and just because that became mainstream, and then they turned around and told people other ridiculous ideas and concepts, like if you want to be perceived to be a network marketing professional, then you must do then you must blog every day. And they told the masses that, and they told the newbies that, so they could make a commission selling some kind of blog platform. And that became mainstream for a while. Just because that happened does not mean it's true or it's right or it makes any sense from any business perspective on the planet. It makes no sense. Uh, There's an article. I did this right in the heyday when all this was happening called Why Blogging is a Total 100% Waste of Time for 99% of Network Marketers. We'll put the link below this session because it's something that needs to be read. I mean, guys, you 
some of you listening that have bought into this concept, you know who screwed you. And you still listen to them. You still listen to them. They told you if you wanted to be perceived to be a network marketing professional, then you must blog every day and here's my affiliate link and go join my blogging platform and you bought it. It's the same one that sold you Lead System Pro or whatever it was. And and the three or four before that. It, it blows my mind. It, 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 absolutely, it just simply blows my mind. So we end up with a culture where 99% of the people out there trying to build their brand are trying to teach people how to do that which they've never done. That, that which they've never done. And it's not just in this profession, guys. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's in every niche. It's in every business model. But there are good people that have done it and not just done it, but taught others who've taught others who've taught others. They're out there. Their track record is there. And what I'm seeing is people like you, Joe, and many others are starting to get smarter and start to look behind the, 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 the screen a little bit and saying, you know what? I don't care that everybody thinks I got to be at some guru event in Las, in Las Vegas to watch each other slap each other on the back and blow smoke up their dresses. And I don't care to be in that environment. I'm not going. I mean, I, so there's more logical thinking, business-minded people that are seeing behind the curtains. They're seeing behind the curtains. And, you know, unfortunately, a lot of newbies still get caught up in the whole the whole scheme of it. But there's a lot of people that have been around long enough to see the same thing play out over and over that are not are like you, you know, Joe, that are saying, you know, do I really, how important is it to really build my brand? Now, again, network marketing is a different deal and people don't understand that. They don't understand it. They, they think they just don't understand it. See, and I'm all about building your brand. I'll give you a good example. Um, we have, we are, and I say we, it's mostly my wife, Dom, one of the top five Hallmark collectible companies selling Hallmark collectibles in the world. Um, we buy out stores and huge collections, and you know we have for several years. I mean, she loves it. She's a Christmas nerd. She loves Christmas. She loves, and I I like it too. I love it too. But she really does. You know, it's like. You know, I'm like Hallmark Channel, and oh gosh, it's 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 hard. It's it's tough, but she's into it, and she loves it, and she's extremely knowledgeable about the years and the dates and the productions and 
or their colorway, and all, she, she's got a, a great deal of knowledge. So it's something that, that we've done, but we haven't put an enormous amount of time, energy, and effort behind it from a marketing perspective. Uh, it's, it's pretty much the last quarter of every year. That's her primary focus. And then we buy collections throughout the year. And then the last quarter of the year, uh, we never even developed a website around it. It's just, it's just something that we've done and she's excellent at it and enjoys it. Okay. So going into this year, it's like, okay, if this is going to be as big, let's just max it out. So we need a website. We need, we need, we need to treat it like, uh, you know, a multiple six-figure business that it has the potential to be, and it's it's been a, a six-figure business just kind of winging it, and we got to take it to a different level. So part of that is creating her brand, and uh, so we got the brand name, we got the logo, we have to start doing the videos, and and build out that brand at this point because it's something she loves to do, enjoys doing. It's profitable, and it will always be profitable, and it can be a really good business, and it's something she can do even if I'm not around. You know, she loves it. And so I made the decision, we made the decision, you know, last year that this is the year that we start working on that brand. You know, why? Because you're one of the top five sellers in the United States already. Uh, a lot of people are contacting you. Why, why don't you have a website? So we, it, it makes business sense now to build out that brand. And it, may, and it would have been made more business sense if it was something that we were going to pursue hard as a business in the beginning. We knew that's what we were going to do uh, to build the brand early. Okay, and, and again, I, we can talk about any, we have multiple businesses that we operate and branding is very important in all of them because we're selling products or services. So the brand is important. In network marketing, when you're building a team and creating a customer base, your personal brand is based, should be based, the real people that you want to attract are looking at your personal brand based upon one thing, track record, track record. So do it and then talk about it. Do it and then talk about it. Uh, another article. Uh, it, it, the title of the article, I'll find the link and we'll put it below this ball post as well. But it's something like why there's 42,000 self-proclaimed network marketing trainers, teachers, and gurus on YouTube. That's something like the title of the article, but it's worth the read. I'll put the link below here in the podcast notes. But the last time, and I was going back looking at this earlier today, trying to find this article, it's like, oh, well, I wrote that last year. No, it's been written like two or three or four years ago. And for about three or four years, we would go in once a year and just see how many people on YouTube 
call themselves home business consultants, network marketing consultants, network marketing rock stars, MLM rock stars, and so on and so forth. And we just watched it sit back just in amazement. Honestly, sat back in disgust watching it just grow every year, every year, every year, every year. And it hit 42,000 accounts where people were taught by your gurus that are in the marketplace today uh, because one of them is only where he is because he hired the branding guru in the world, in my opinion, which if you have a traditional business, you should probably be listening. But this network marketing flunky who had spent his entire career climbing in the back pockets of other people. Uh, and, and some of us know and have seen it. And then he hires Gary V to be, so wants to be the next Jim Rohn to the network marketing profession and goes online and starts doing a video every single day for, for years and develops a brand because most network marketers don't look behind the curtain. Most network marketers uh, aren't, they aren't business minded or logical thinkers. They're not. Most people aren't. They're employee minded and they're, if, well, if, if all these people are following him, then I should follow him. That, you know, all that and all that plays out. It's not good or bad. It's just the way it is. And and it's like, so now, you know, oh, uh, we got to go to the Flunky Seminar in Las Vegas. And it's like, really? That's, I mean, I, I sit back and it's, 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 it's fascinating. It's fascinating. It's like, how did things become common business practices that make no common sense? And how do people let people get away with, you know, another guru telling, and I'll keep bringing this up, and it's, I'm ne- it's never going to leave me because it, it's just so disgusting that on a live webinar, recorded, telling people, I'm going to teach you how to be a well-paid network marketing consultant, even if you've never enrolled your first person or acquired your first customer. I'm going to teach you how to be a well-paid network marketing consultant. It, it's and, and others teaching people, what I'm getting ready to teach you is so powerful that your company will demand that you speak and share it with your entire company at your, ne- at your next company conference. I mean, that, that kind of, it's everywhere. And as a profession... You know, what's that verse about when good men say nothing, when good people do nothing? It's been overcome with the minutia of it. And, and, and what is this developed into? Is it, is, it a, is it a business model where you've got people growing, learning, moving down the road, getting better? No, it's, it's a giant social club that if you pay a 200, extra $200, you can get a VIP ticket and you get an extra long badge at the conference at our seminar that calls you a VIP and you get to come in the room 10 minutes earlier and sit in front of the and sit in the front 
with your VIP ticket and you get to make sure you get a photo with all the speakers and all the other crap that we see going on in every niche throughout this profession. It's like if you got a VIP ticket, that means very insecure person. That's what that means. Very insecure person. VIP is very insecure person. In my mind, I just can't see it any other way. And it's the manipulation of the masses. And and again, it's uh, these guys, gals, they're awesome at creating that type of culture. They're awesome. Being part of the crowd, being in the tribe, getting your VIP, getting there early. It dry, it, it, it's 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 ridiculous to me. It's ridiculous to me. That's why when you go to those 42,000 self-proclaimed network marketing trainers, consultants, gurus, blah, 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 and you go to their accounts, most of them are dormant and have had nothing. They, they, they set up their YouTube account. They, they talked about that, which they had, had never done. The rest of and, and sharp people, business-minded, logically thinking individuals look at them and think, you know, you should probably zip up your shirt a little bit, honey. And I'm not buying what you're selling. I'm not buying it. You haven't done it. It's more than obvious. You just jumped off the guru's conference call and you're trying to sell. You're trying to share their notes with everybody, and you're trying to share something that you have no experience in, that you've never felt done. And it's just, it's just maddening. Maddening. So, <laughs> this went longer than I had thought about, but I think we might have hit a nerve. Um, so anyway, I'll, I'll leave three or four articles for you here. Uh, Joe, I appreciate I appreciate the question. Uh, you want to build the strongest brand in network marketing? Then go out there and do it before you start talking about it too much. Now, if you want to, uh, I, I teach a concept called document your journey. Document your journey. Uh, I think I did it on one of these podcasts. And I think there's extreme amount of value in that. Document your journey so you can go back and share it with people. Document your journey. If you want to communicate through social media with your with your team, I think that's very important. I need to do that with training club members more than I do. Uh, and if you're listening, I apologize. It's, it's not in my nature to get in front of the camera and speak. Uh, it's just not. Some people, they get energy from it. They love it. They, they love being the star of the show. I never have. It's not my thing. Don't need it. And I think it's because I got too much recognition when I was a child. And I think people that didn't get enough attention when they were a child flourish on that just a thought 
I, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump off here. I've kind of I've kind of went off and I've kind of even forgot what I was doing or why I was doing it. It just it because it it bothers me that you know it just bothers me that to see the shift that happened in this profession uh, and how it happened and that we let it happen. And it's, at one time, it was a business model that was really admired from afar by logically thinking, entrepreneur-minded, business-minded people. It was like there was a time when even people that were not involved in network marketing, business-minded people, they respected it. They respected it. And now those same people look at this business model and they think, well, they've all gone crazy. They've just gone crazy. What's wrong with these people? And again, we brought it on ourselves by not taking care of the goose that's laying the golden eggs because you got all these people that blew through this industry um, that today are not involved in it who propagated misinformation throughout the industry and made a lot of money selling foo-foo dust and then they left and went and did something else and intentionally, not intentionally, whatever. But I've been around long enough where I know the backstories of these people. I know, no, you were not never at the top of that company. You know, and you can tell people to throw their whole market list away and do this and do that and and all the other stuff that we've heard over the years. But if anybody had taken the time to say, who is this person? Why am I listening to them? Then they wouldn't have been listening to them. But but there's a lot more money in in telling people what they want to hear. So you can sell them what they what you want to sell them. There just is. And, you know, so what if, if you know, some frustrated, broke, never built a team P.F. Chang waiter wrote a book saying, I'm going to show you how to be the hunted instead of the hunter in network marketing and made millions of dollars from building a team? No, from selling a book. Now, look... And some of you may know who I'm talking about. I like the guy a lot. I think he's a good guy. I think he's a good-hearted guy. I would love to sit down sometime and have a cup of coffee with him. I sincerely would. I think he's a good guy. And I think he had great intentions. But you you never mistake sincerity with truth because some people are sincerely wrong. And then there's others that are sincerely right. Okay? But most people don't put enough thought who is and who is getting their ear. So that's why branding within the network marketing business model has become such norm and, and so widely accepted within this profession because overall the dominant personality type within this profession is dominant child. 
happy, lucky. Where's the party? Rah, rah, rah. Let's all scream. We're going to get rich. Let's hold hands. We have a better way. Let's sing Kumbaya. That's the dominant personality type. And there's nothing wrong with dominant child. You got to have them all. You got to have dominant parent, dominant adult, dominant child. Nothing wrong with that at all. But when it becomes mainstream and that's all there is, and you end up with good people that could have built huge businesses that were given total misinformation, told what they wanted to hear, or maybe didn't even want to hear, but told you need to go on YouTube every day and make a video every day and teach what you've learned from my webinars. And they do that for 90 days. And they're in a business that is based upon developing leadership, not based upon uh, building a brand for a product or service. And, you know, all, and then one day they wake up and say, you know what, I've been acting like a moron for 90 days. I don't have a clue what I'm doing. I, you know, I didn't do anything. I'm just trying to share my guru uh, guys or gals information. And I'm just recurgitating the crap that they've been telling me. Uh, this business sucks. Network marketing sucks. And I'm out of it. And these are good people that with proper direction could have built huge teams. That's my rub. That's my rub. I got to shut up because... I'll talk about this from now to the cows come home. I just will, because I've seen the whole evolution of this play out. And, you know, I did everything I could all along the way. And, you know, there's some of you that are so comfortable and great communicators in front of a camera. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that, because I think you should capitalize on your strengths but it's not required. We've got another podcast here where I become at in this session. I'll try to find it. It's at MLM Success, and it's called Why Being a Social Media Superstar is Not Requirement. It's not a requirement for being a network marketing leader. It's not. Now, if you have a product that you sell, maybe you make a barbecue sauce. You've got another side business going on. Uh, I think any. Any product, if you're servicing, if you're making a product or create a product or service that you're marketing, I think branding is very, very important. Very important. And, you know, so when people say, well, Dale Calvert's not fond of branding, like you said, Joe, you're right. You're right. As it relates to network marketing, as it, as it relates to being a huge hallmark. Uh, reseller, collector, build the brand. As it relates to creating gifts around the University of Kentucky Wildcats, build the brand. As it relates to a lot of other businesses, build the brand. But focusing on branding and network marketing is a horrendous mistake that that was taught by people that were just... Again, more interested in being perceived to be something that they weren't so they could sell people what they want to sell them. And it, it just, it's just a flawed, flawed, flawed philosophy as it relates to the network marketing 
business model. Okay, I'll shut up about it. Guys, I hope you've enjoyed the seven questions answered in seven days series. I'll be back with you, I guess, next Tuesday. We'll get back to normal unless you guys keep submitting questions. If you keep submitting questions, a lot of you said, yeah, I wish you'd do this every day. It's helped me every day. I appreciate that. I do, but I want to make the most impact. And see, here's what I hope, guys, just in ending this up. I hope that sometime in the last seven days you've thought, you know what? I got to get my mind programmed for success. You know, or, or you thought that I've got to master lead generation. I've got to become a master of that. Or, you know, the best thing I can do for my business right now is, and some of you have, you know, is contact Dale, hire him, as a, hire him for three hours, help him get my whatever refined, and, and that's the best thing I can do. Some of you have thought, Dale, uh, the best thing I can do right now is get my launch process refined. And that's where your time is. I would rather you spend your time on that and the specific webinars that we've given you and resources that we've shared with you. And you get focused in on that instead of what I'm going to be saying tomorrow. Because I believe in a concept called just-in-time learning. Just-in-time learning. You know, here's where I am. This is where I need to learn. I have the time to do it right now. If I can master this right now... It's going to pay great dividends for my business 5, 10, 15 years down the road. And that's where your focus is every single day. That's my hope for you. That's the main message that I think needs to be in the marketplace today. Thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you next Tuesday in another session of the MLMSuccess.com podcast. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, What are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, wisdom of the ages training, or answers to your questions.